Welcome to the Moonflower Path Podcast. This space is for the highly sensitive, the creatives, the earth-loving, the caregivers, the weirdos, the feelers, the change makers, and dreamers of the world. Here, we are all about guiding you to trust your body intuition so you can find home and shift culture. Through the exploration of somatic practice, self-care, and seasonal ritual, my hope is that you will be inspired to be in harmony with yourself and in a dance with the earth. I'm your host, Carolyn, and I'm so honored and grateful to be here with you today. Hello, 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 Moonflower, and welcome back to the podcast, or welcome for the first time. It's your first time here. My name is Carolyn. I am the host of the podcast, but I'm also the founder of the Moonflower Path Community Space, an online somatic self-care studio. We are a few episodes into season two of the podcast. A little recap on the first few seasons, or the first few episodes, rather, of season two. So, so far we've talked about what it's really like to walk along your self-care journey. So hint, hint, it's not all rainbows and butterflies, but it is filled with many moments of magic. We also talked about what the heck feeling balanced even means and how you can use the balancing vibes of autumn, the autumn equinox, to pull into your self-care practices and how you might support yourself this coming season. And we also moved through our seasonal rituals episodes to kick off the autumn equinox where I talked through the energies of this coming season, well, the first six weeks of the season, and shared with you some rituals that you could implement into your own celebrations to celebrate Mabon or the autumn equinox. So if you haven't listened to those episodes yet, then cue them up next because they will be sure to support you this coming season. Speaking of support for this coming season, this is the last episode before the autumn membership promotion. So next week for one week only, there will be a very special promotion happening. If you become a member during that week, you will get access to some very special gifts. So fall is the perfect time to reprioritize your self-care and your care in all of its forms. So care for yourself, care for others, and care to the earth. So stay tuned for the promotion next week by either registering to our newsletter or tuning back into the podcast next week. You really won't want to miss this promotion. I've been uh, working hard, me and one of the Moonflower members, we've been working really hard to create one of the special gifts that you are going to receive. So tune in to the promotion next week by listening to next week's episode or registering to our newsletter if you aren't already. And the easiest way and kind of the funnest way to register for the newsletter is by downloading our free resource, In Tune with the Moon. You can learn all about that resource and what it can offer you by clicking the show notes, the link in the show notes, or the description box below if you're watching on YouTube. Ah, reminder, if you are listening in, uh, we're starting something not, not really new because Yoga with Carolyn, which was what we used to be called, started out on YouTube and started out as a YouTube channel and I thought it would be fun to bring videos back so you can actually watch me talking to you on YouTube if you want to and the link is just the Moonflower Path. I think that's how you get onto YouTube now, youtube.com slash and then the name of the channel. Well, our name of the channel is the Moonflower Path. So for today's episode, oh, and also 
As you can tell, I'm a chatter, I'm a rambler, I'm a talker, if you don't know that about me already. So if you're watching, I've got some notes in front of me so that I don't go off on too many tangents about how one searches for things on YouTube. So, <laughs> so for today's episode, we're talking about how to create your own self-care toolkit. If you've been part of this community for a little while, you've heard me use that terminology. We're all about self-care toolkits around these parts. You might even have downloaded the Everybody Self-Care Toolkit a few years ago when that came out. I'm going to leave that actually in the show notes as well. It's an older resource, but it still is a really helpful resource. But today we're talking about my, my self-care toolkit and how you can actually create your own. So I just came back from being away on vacation in Greece for two weeks with my family and I brought with me my little traveling self-care toolkit and I thought it would be fun to talk you through my process in creating it, how it serves and supports me, and how you can create one for yourself. So let's get into it. This podcast is brought to you by the Moonflower Path Community Space, an online somatic self-care studio that offers highly sensitive, creative and earth-loving souls a cozy space to honor and nourish their unique gifts through somatic self-care practices and earth-based rituals. In a world that is consistently trying to convince you not to trust yourself, that you aren't worthy of care, that you need to be loud and fast to fit in, and that you are separate from the earth, we here at the Moonflower Path believe that it is a radical act to not only care for ourselves, but to deeply care for each other and for the earth in the process. By becoming a Moonflower member, you will gain access to a wide array of weekly, cozy, and accessible live stream yoga classes, a library of self-care resources so you can always have a space to feel held, monthly seasonal rituals and gatherings, and be part of a community of folks like you all walking along an intentional journey of radical self-care. We offer pay-what-you-can options to anyone who asks, whether you are from the LGBTQIA2S plus community, the BIPOC community, or are struggling with funds right now, you are welcome here. Plus, for every purchase you make with the Moonflower Path, we donate $1 to an Indigenous-run charity so you can know that your purchase directly goes towards reconciliation with the earth and its original caretakers. Join today for as low as $88 Canadian by visiting our website, themoonflowerpath.com. Okay, so let's start with me actually showing it to you. And for the folks that are listening in, don't worry, you're not being left out. I've left a link to the image of my little self-care toolkit in the show notes so you can take a peek at it for yourself. So for those watching, here it is. Hopefully you can see this. It always is hard. There you go. I'm gonna hold it out here so it doesn't get too blurry. Um, so let me describe it. <laughs> so it's a little wooden box, about two inches in height, five inches in length, and three inches in depth. And I've painted it. So I've got like, you can see. You can see what it looks like. It's got flowers on it and water and candles. I was, I was going for like all four elements. So earth, water, fire, breath, so wind, <laughs> and then the sun and the moon. And on the inside, it's got a lighter, Ooh, it's got a crystal. So this is an onyx. 
got a little tea light, which when I use it, I like to put the tea light right on top, sit in front of it, do my thing. And then it also contains, and like, I did not plan this. It just happened to be that it literally fits one of my tarot decks quite perfectly. So I lucked out on that. But um, we're not here to talk too much about the contents of mine because I really want to talk about uh, you creating your own and the process involved and how it can actually support you. But this is just to give you a little bit of a visual of what that can look like. And again, if you are listening in, just click the link in the show notes and you can um, see a picture of the inside and the outside of my kit. Here, let me put it back here so that we can have it as inspo. So I was first inspired to create this little toolkit from, I think it was a Pinterest post. Love Pinterest. But I remember the person had used, I think, like a little tin and filled it with similar items that I, I have in mind. Like, I don't know, maybe some Palo Santo and a crystal and a candle and a few other things. But I remember seeing it and it was less about the things that was inside, but just more so about the idea of even having this thing or even creating this thing. It just felt like such a special little item to have. And a light bulb really went off in my head and how something similar could really support me. It's great and all to have your self-care items at home. And at home, you might even have like a shelf or a basket that contains a lot of the things that you like to incorporate into your self-care, or maybe it's in many different places. Like you've got your, your favorite tea drawer in the kitchen and then by your bed, you've got your items and in the bathroom, you've got your items or whatever. But the idea of having something that I could bring with me on the go was so compelling. Now, at this point, I would like to recognize something. So... It's quite common to be listening to or reading self-care resources and the person that is that you're listening to mentions that self-care isn't all about massages and bubble bath and then continues to talk about how it's about something deeper than that. It's about, yeah, the, that there's, there's a real richness to be found in self-care and that somehow if your self-care is massages and bubble baths, that you're only tapping the very surface of self-care and that is the self-care you're doing like really good or is it just like filled with consumerism and capitalism and all of that and we could have a big conversation about that about how everything does end up turning into an industry and when we put self-care at the beginning of items or things we're doing it because we want you to buy this thing and trying to convince you that if you buy this thing that then your life will be so much better. And self-care is so much more than that. It's not only the items that we buy, the special candles that you purchase and that you could practice self-care without purchasing or having any, any items at all. And at its core, it's really just about learning how to care for yourself. And there are so many different ways to do that, which is literally why the Moonflower Path exists. <laughs> so it, this is nuanced. And there are lots of episodes in this podcast where we talk about the more kind of richer, the deeper, the less materialistic ways of practicing self-care. But today we're leaning into the more kind of what items will actually support you. So really I would like to say that in this space we celebrate all forms of self-care. The tangible, more luxurious, like 
going to the spa and buying those fancy items, whatever, all of that. And also the more somatic, mental and spiritual aspects of self-care and everything in between. And the cool thing about creating your own self-care toolkit is that it's just that, it's yours. So you can infuse your own needs and values into how it's created, what is inside and how it serves you, which we'll get into in a little bit. But back to the process. <laughs> so, I mean, it was pretty simple. The most complicated part of actually creating the self-care toolkit was not painting the box. It wasn't finding the box. It wasn't putting the things inside. It was actually carving out the time to do it. It was like actually doing the thing that was the biggest hurdle. And I would say that that's a very common experience for folks when it comes to things for themselves, for things for yourself, that self-care is usually the thing that gets bumped to the bottom of the list. And this space is here to remind you that if you don't want it to be at the bottom of your list, that you have the power and the permission and the agency and are worthy of putting that thing to the top of your list. So really for me, the biggest hurdle was actually setting aside the time to create it. So it took me a long time to actually get around to making it. And it wasn't until I made my way to an online creative gathering led by Pascal, the founder of Dear Creative Mind, that I finally got around to painting the box. I had purchased the box a while back from Dollarama and had some random paint lying around the house and I picked what items to go into it after it was painted. But the painting of the box was such a fun process. I I remember during the gathering I like laid down a bunch of garbage bags and I had pulled out all these paints. They were like cheapo paints, like again probably just from the dollar store and there was some great music playing because there's a shared playlist that we have in that gathering. Also. I've left a link to the show notes. Oh my gosh, so hard with all that terminology of like YouTube podcast. I left a link in the show notes to join that gathering if you're interested. Um, but yeah, it was a really it was a really fun process. So once I actually got into it, it was pretty fun and pretty simple. So how did I how did I actually choose what goes into it and how did I choose the box that I did and it was all very intuitive honestly and this is where your intuitive and creative self can have a lot of fun right because you're not creating this for anyone else you're not creating this just to post on Pinterest or Instagram for all to see you can if you want to but really it's yours so let there be no rules or shoulds and what the container is or what you put inside, which again, we'll talk about later on in the episode, but that was the process itself. Really, it was buying the thing, choosing the things that go inside, and really the biggest one was carving out the time to actually do it. But let's talk about how my self-care toolkit serves and supports me and how it might in turn support and serve you. the things I've felt quite significantly since the beginning of practicing yoga back in high school was the sense that I felt like I had some secret superpower as I was walking around the world. 
this ability to be able to ground into myself, to breathe through the hard stuff, to let things roll off my back, to feel safe in my body, and all the other magical things that have come from my yoga and mindfulness practice. Now, I don't say this to boast, and I don't say this to make this feel exclusionary. This is something you can find in many different forms and in different ways, and it's not exclusive to anyone. It's available to everyone. But it's said to illustrate just how powerful a self-contemplative and self-nurturing practice can be, not only on your relationship with yourself, like when you're on the mat and how wonderful it feels to be on the mat or on the meditation cushion or seated in your creative space where you're creating and you're doing your thing or when you're moving through that intentional walk in the woods, through that intentional earth-based ritual, right? Like when you're behind closed doors, it feels great, it feels awesome, but it's the ripple effect that it creates in the way that you move through the world and that it feels like you have this like, yeah, this like secret little superpower of connection, of support, of ability to be present, of all of that good stuff. And this isn't to say that I always feel calm and easygoing all the time, I really don't, but it sure as heck is more available to me the more I prioritize practicing it and putting it into practice. So the idea of having a physical thing to illustrate my ability to care for myself at any given moment was such an intriguing thing for me. It helps me remember that I am worthy of prioritizing my self-care no matter where I am. It reminds me to actually set aside time for it since I put so much energy and care into creating this little toolkit for it. It ebbs and flows as I do, leaving space for me to rotate out different tools depending on my moods, my needs, and desires. It nourishes my desires for pretty things and beauty in my life. And I think that matters. Creates and adds sacredness, magic, and ritual to anywhere that I go. It means that no matter where I am, I will always have the reminder and the tools to help invite in the needs and desires that I have, i.e. feeling calm, grounded, connected, guided, supported, etc., etc. It reminds me of my resilience and power. And I feel like I could go on here, but I feel like let's actually get to the final portion of how you can actually create one for yourself. Hello, gentle listener. Carolyn here interrupting today's episode to tell you about our new free resource called In Tune with the Moon. Learn to listen to, trust in, and honor your body intuition so you can feel empowered to take up space in your life with the moon by your side every step of the way. This free resource includes digital moon phase calendars. So that's pretty phone wallpapers and widgets that have a moon phase calendar on them from now until the end of the year and they'll be updated in the new year. Four lunar ritual videos that are about 30 minutes in length and always follow the same comforting ritual of some gentle yoga, some meditation, and some lunar inspired journal prompts. And yes, these are cozy and accessible. All bodies, all mobility levels are very much welcome. And a digital lunar journal to deepen your relationship with yourself and the moon. By downloading this resource, you'll also begin to receive our monthly moonflower journal. 
filled with cozy and seasonal self-care resources. Have I mentioned that it's all for free? Get in tune with the moon as well as with yourself by clicking the link in the show notes or visiting our website, themoonflowerpath.com. Okay, so before we get into the actual tangible container, the thing that's going to hold all of the things, let's start with what's going to go inside. And to find the answers to that, we have to get a little curious first. So I'm gonna move through lots of questions here for the next few minutes. I'm gonna put these questions in the show notes so that if you're wanting to just review them, then you can, but let's, let's get curious here. So first, why do you want to create a self-care toolkit? What needs and desires do you actually see it serving? Number two, what are your values? How might your self-care toolkit help you live out by those values? Number three, where and how do you foresee yourself wanting to use your self-care toolkit? Would it be something you bring with you everywhere? Would it be something you only bring with you on travels? Would it be something you bring with you when you know you're going to be staying in someone else's home or a hotel for a while? Or is this something that will help more on your commute to and from work or activities? Will it be something that supports you more in practice or on the go or both? So for example, in my self-care toolkit, there is a difference between, let's say, the crystal that's inside and the tarot cards. The tarot cards are there to serve more of an actual practice. So. Uh, something that I would do at the beginning of the day. Let's say I'm on vacation and I'm out and about and before I go out for those activities, before we even go down for breakfast or whatever, I take some time to pull some cards and I journal and that is something that's more of a practice or a ritual as opposed to the crystal would be something that is more of an on-the-go self-care resource. So something that I would have in my pocket and my jacket or that I would hold in my hands to actually support me when I'm out in the world. So that's just a small example and I'll give you a few more examples later on. But getting curious about, well, how is this actually going to serve me? Is this more that it's going to serve me as more of an anchoring kind of practice or just reminders or there are going to be some tangible on-the-go tools that I want to have in this to help support me. And the way that you can also answer those questions is to dive into this last prompt. So in the situations answered in prompt number three, so where do you actually foresee yourself wanting to use your self-care toolkit? What do you find you need or will want the most support with, or that you know that you typically feel like you need the most support with. So for example, do you get anxious in crowds? Do you get sore sitting on the bus? Do you get bored on long commutes? Do you feel overwhelmed when traveling to new destinations? Do you feel frazzled in outdoor activities? Do you find yourself forgetting your agency and permission to listen to your intuition when you're around others? Do you struggle with slowing down and being present? So keep exploring questions like this. Think about what you actually want out of your self-care toolkit, not based off of what I've put in mind and not based off of what you think should be in it 
or what someone who you even admire would have or like the perfect you would have and really what you, yourself, your tender parts of you would actually find support in. One thing I want to mention before we get into the examples and the categories is I would recommend creating your self-care toolkit like as if you were creating it for the struggling you. The you that forgets what she needs or what they need to feel cared for. The you that is in a dark place, in an anxious place, in an overwhelmed place. Like as if the grounded, connected, calm you right here, right now is helping the future you that needs a helping hand. That even if right now you might think, well, yeah, I know that my breath is a helpful tool when I'm feeling overwhelmed. Like I don't need anything to remind me of that. I just know that. Well, is that something you remember all the time when you're in the thick of feeling whatever, overwhelmed, anxious, stressed, whatever? Is that something that you always remember? Is that something you're going to remember when that's not actually something that you want to be doing? Right? We talked about that in the episode a few weeks ago of uh, using balance, the difference between what you actually want to do when you're feeling not great as opposed to what you know you actually need. So the thing for if we continue on that example of I know that breathing is important that maybe in your self-care toolkit if you know that breathing patterns or there's a specific breathing pattern that really works that in your self-care toolkit you would have a list of breathing patterns that you know are really helpful. You've written them down. Maybe it's just like the the four count breath, the square breathing, and you just write that down. Or maybe it's just a piece of paper that literally has written on it, breathe. Remember to breathe. So imagining the present, supportive, grounded, calm you, the one that knows, knows what they want, knows what they need, knows what is going to be supportive, is supporting the potential future you that will need the reminder of that support. So here are some categories to help you get started with your brainstorming. And these are categories that, I mean, there's a, quite a few different places online that you can find kind of the categories of self-care. And I've pulled some of them out, not all of them. Very specifically, this list I've pulled from is from selfloverainbow.com. I left a link to that in the show notes. So the different categories that they list out are physical. So this could relate to your physical body. Examples of items or things that you could have would be a list of stretches that you know will help spots you know you often get sore in, or maybe a small pillow or blanket to have with you when you're seated on the bus and your low back begins to hurt. So physical tools, what are things that are going to help support your physical self-care, a playlist that you know you really love to turn on when you just need a good dance sesh. So different things like that. Emotional. So tools to help you ride the waves of emotion. So that's the second category. So examples of this would be a printed out image of the emotional ladder to help you remember that emotions are temporary, that you're not stuck in an emotion, or maybe it's a piece of paper that says, I am not my emotions, or emotions are information. 
You could also have a small journal to write out your thoughts or your emotions or an image of a loved one to remind you that you are loved. The next category would be social. So this could be relating to how you interact with integrity in your relationships. So examples of items that could be supportive for that would be a list of boundaries you're working with right now. Remember to say no more, remember to say yes more, whatever, right? Your time is precious, things like that. A list of friends you can call when you're in need of support. Maybe even actually having their phone numbers down so that you don't have to rely on searching through your contacts. It's just right then and there when you feel like you need someone to talk to. You could also have little earplugs or your sunglasses to help you navigate loud and overstimulating spaces. The next category would be spiritual. So what is your spiritual practice? How could you bring some of that with you? So examples of this could be tarot cards, a mala necklace, crystals, a list of meditations that you love. Maybe there's a picture of a saint or a spirit that you're working with. So what would help serve your spiritual self? The next category is personal. So this is about what helps you remember who you are and that who you are is enough and beautiful. So examples of items could be quotes that you love that just light you up, hobbies that bring you joy. Maybe you throw your like knitting in your self-care toolkit. I mean, of course, this is dependent on the size of what you choose and we'll get to that in a moment. Or maybe you just have your lunar intention written on a piece of paper and that is your reminder of who you are and what is important to you. And then the last category is spatial self-care. So, so this could be anything that helps make your physical space filled with the vibes you desire. So examples of items could be anything that is sensual. So anything that helps target and nourish all five of your senses. So incense, candles, essential oils, soft items, some tea or chocolate, sleepy time headphones. Like I have like headphones that like go over top of my head, like a headband. You could have an eye mask, warm socks. So a recap of the six different categories. On the original list, there's two other things which are financial and work. But for me, it just didn't really feel like it really fit into this, into this conversation. But if you feel like those are some things that you're gonna wanna have some self-care supports on, then awesome. Take a look at the list. There's some really great explanations of those categories. But a recap on the six categories that I just shared here are physical self-care, emotional, social, spiritual, personal, and spatial. Now, for the last part, what do you put your things in? Well, bring it back to the prompts shared previously. Where do you actually foresee yourself wanting to use this? Is this going to stay in your home? only come with you when you travel or maybe be with you always. Those are kind of the three different ways that I would foresee that one might use a self-care toolkit. So think of that. Actually, practically, what are you going to be using this for and as and when and what would be a good size? So maybe it's a little box like mine or maybe it's a small bag. Choose something that feels like you. Maybe you make it, maybe you buy it, maybe you thrift it, or it's something that was given to you. That's it. <laughs> and then the last part, schedule a time to actually make your self-care toolkit. That's what I told you was for me, the biggest 
The co most complicated part of this process was actually carving out the time to make the thing. So if you would like help with that, in the Moonflower Path community space, we have a quarterly craft and stretch gathering. We have one coming up in November, and that could be a perfect time to make one. So join the Moonflower Path community space very specifically in the meadow or the fireside tier to join the craft and stretch gathering. And then you could actually create your self-care toolkit there or schedule a gathering with friends where you all make your own, or maybe it's something you do on an evening alone when you're watching your favorite TV show or your favorite movie, whatever works, right? Maybe right now, actually, you know what? Not maybe. Right now, if this is something that lights you up, pull out your calendar and pick a day, pick a time when you're actually gonna create some space and time to start the process of creating your own self-care toolkit. Your self-care matters, your desires, your feelings, you and you feeling full and in your pants and grounded and connected and aligned is important. It matters and it is very much worthy of your time and your attention. So remember to prioritize it, Moonflower. Okay, that's it for today. So a reminder to download In Tune with the Moon to help you on your self-care journey, which will also get you on our newsletter so that you won't miss any upcoming podcast episodes and will be the first to know when next week's autumn membership promotion starts. You won't want to miss this promotion, Moonflower. If you're considering becoming a member, now is the time. But for today, sending you lots of love and I'll chat with you again very soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Moonflower Path Podcast. I'm your host, Carolyn, and ways that you can find more support from me and this cozy community are all found in the show notes. Please consider rating, reviewing, and sharing this podcast with a friend. Those are the best ways to show your support for this free and accessible resource. Wishing you a gentle rest of your day, and I look forward to connecting again with you very soon.